we are back with yet another installment of Skymail. Uh, I think this one's eight. I don't know. I've lost track at this point because we, we had the, the week where we didn't do one for that month. It's episode eight. That's neither here nor there. The, the important thing is that we're back. We're ready to go and answer the burning questions that you have for the Blake Sky team, for Blake Sky and all the characters, and just that you scream into the void in the darkest, coldest of nights. And joining me this week, we have Mary, who plays uh, Desmond, the uh, one of the new characters that was introduced in the last episode. Say hi, Mary. Hello. User Mary has been banned from Lake Sky Private Eye. <laughs> oh God, this is cursed already. <laughs> <laughs> You invited me onto here. You should have anticipated a curse. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you tell the good folks at home a little about yourself? What? Uh, what? What good things that you do? Uh, what bad things that you do? Are you sure you want to get into that? Uh, yeah. Well, now, uh, I like long walks on the beach. That's not true. That's the biggest lie I've ever told. <laughs> I was not anticipating such a personal question, but um, I am responsible for a scientifically bad podcast, which is my claim to fame. It's scientifically bad. And I just generally do everything, pretty much everything. There we go. It is 5am, so I think I should get a little bit of slack. <laughs> That's true. Um, did, did you tell people what the podcast was? Because I've certainly never plugged it here on here before, and I'll be remiss if it goes unplugged. Um, it's called Flying in the Face of Fate. Uh, it is a LGBT fantasy slice of life podcast is the best way I've ever thought of describing it. Um, but it's very gay, and it has gay elves and gay tieflings and just nonsense Honestly, honestly, I'm sold. Yeah, uh, no, it's 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 great. It's it's literally one of the the things that got me inspired to to make this. So thank you for that. Ah. Um. Additionally, the characters in Flying in the Face of Fate are both simultaneously lovable and infuriating. So thank you for that. <laughs> you are so welcome. Uh, but that second voice that you've heard is. One of our other new cast members playing the role of the outsider, who does have a name, I swear to God, <laughs> you just don't know it yet. Are you sure? Are you sure he has a name? <laughs> yes. but Her uh, first name is Out, and her surname is Cider. <laughs> <laughs> Out, God. No. Hard pass. Uh, unsubscribe. But uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the fine people at home? All right. Hello, my name is, my screen name is Ryder Blocks. I, as, as said previously, I voiced The Outsider. Um, something interesting about me. Uh, I like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain. I'm not into yoga and I have at least half a brain. <laughs> okay, uh, no, no I, I actually haven't, I don't think I've actually done anything of note. This is actually my first role on any podcast, really. I, I mean, I write fanfiction, but that's... Uh, eh. where, can, where can the good people find your fanfiction? Um, uh, at Writer of Blocks uh, on Archive of Our Own. Excellent. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get you people good at actually plugging and selling yourself, so help me, God. I Every did, <laughs> fine, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm Doc Block on Twitter. Doc is in D-O-K-B-L-O-C-K. And yeah, I mostly post, I mostly do retweets and screaming about writing. So if you're into that, well, not repost. That is hands down the best Twitter app I've ever heard in my life. I just need you to know that. <laughs> Thank you. I just need you to know that. And now I know that and I'm, I am pleased. I don't want to, I don't want to get too formulaic with this, but there have been mailbag crimes afoot. And we've got mailbag crimes to deal with. Oh no. So, uh, picking up, we have the next question in the mailbag is from Ames, who 
has the question, given the chance to meet literally anybody to ever exist, real or fictional, who would you or your characters want to meet? That's a good question. Oof. Ooh, that's, that is a good question. That is a really good question. So I think, I think for me, person that I would want to meet, real or fictional, I, I'd probably lean toward fictional because I already live in the real world. I don't need more of it. <laughs> and it freaking sucks. But for fictional character that I would really love to meet, it would probably be Hellboy. I just, I'd just love to get a beer with Hellboy. I know that anyone that knows me is just like, oh, geez, come on. But he's, he's, he's just such a chill dude. All right. What, what about everybody else? I don't know any. Like, the, <laughs> that question was read, and I instantly forgot every fictional character that's ever existed in my life. Okay. Uh, this was a tricky one because there's, there's lots of people I'd actually like to meet. But um, I think I'd have to go with Captain Vimes from the uh, Discworld series of novels. He seems like a God. oh, such oh, a I good love answer. Yeah, I, I've been I've been rereading Guards Guards recently, which is the uh, novel that he's introduced in. I I never finished Reaper Man. Oh my God, I need to go. I need to find that somewhere. I don't know why I never finished it. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> but but yes, I would definitely say Captain Vimes. He's a magical version of a beat cop, so I think he has some very interesting stories to tell. Thank you so much for the extra time for me to think. Um, I would like you to know that I did not use it wisely. Um, it was at this point that SJ's internet decided to explode, leaving the other two cast members to goof around. And there he goes. But bye. It's our podcast now. We disrespect your podcast, SJ. <laughs> it's our podcast now. Just, just permanently kick him out of the car. Any person, real or fictional, I may go a different way and choose a real person. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Mothman. Um, I would like him to know that I love him, and I appreciate the good work he does. All right, all right. That's a, that's a good good use of that. Thank you. It's Mothman. Moth- <laughs> Mothman's the best of us, Mothman's the worst of us. Mothman, there's no need to feel down. I said Mothman. I said Mothman. <laughs> Spin your new friend around. I said... I said Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I... I also realized somebody else that I would probably uh, probably want to meet, and I was about to say Death from the same series of Discworld, but um, I'm probably going to meet him someday, so I, 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 I'm glad I uh, spent my vote on Captain Vibes. I'm going to say that Blake... Editor's note. Mary intended to say Desmond, but said Blake, because Mary is bad. Could like to meet... Um, I've just forgotten his name. Ah, oh, no, that's the whole joke. <laughs> the guy from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, played by Bill Nye in the, um, in the film, not Ford Prefect. It's not Zaphos Beeblebrox. It's the one with the uh, snarty blart fart. That's it. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be him. I have two that I think that the outsider would like to meet. Um, first off, I'd say the Abomination from uh, Darkest Dungeon. They have a whole similar thing of, uh, you know, a weird power that they don't understand and sometimes don't control thing going on. So I feel like they'd have things in common. And as for the other thing, uh, the Iron Giants. I can see him liking it. Hello? Hello, Hello SJ? SJ? internet doing a f- Mary has been double hand for life from Blake Sky Private Eye. <laughs> the power of the oo compels you. 
Uh, I'm really glad it's too late to decide that both of our characters only speak in uwu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Professor Howard? Evening, Professor. I've been reading the books you gave me. I, I, I can't, how is this one supposed to do an Appalachian accent and uwu speak at the same time? I, I, I don't know. Hello, Professor. I know, it's been a while since I recorded my lines, I don't remember. Others. If I may, Professor, your wife is away. See, when I try and do uwu in my British accent, I just go Cockney. I apologize any Londoners. People with a Cockney accent, the origin of uwus. You heard it here first, folks. We are making groundbreaking discoveries here on blazedipi.podcast.com. Editor's note, uh, we don't actually have a website yet because I'm dumb. <laughs> Get the domain for for freaking blakeskypodcast.com. Do it, I dare you. Do it, coward. Do it. You won't. I like how he just sounds... He, he sounds like... Uh, what am I thinking of? It's like a... He sounds like... A didgeridoo. Like, just brief things of a didgeridoo. Oh my god, he does. Just like... <laughs> you probably should... I probably should make that noise. That, that's probably gonna be hell in the recording. <laughs> look, look, look. Uh, SJ, just back out and come back in again. Or maybe we can change to a server that's... Uh, a voice server that's closer, you know? See, SJ did make a joke about this uh, this episode already being crimes and being chaotic. And SJ thought that Kale was the agent of chaos in this team. SJ didn't anticipate me. I don't know where I fall along the line of uh, Agent of Chaos versus Order. I somewhat on the Order line, but then it's just, then the ADHD kicks in and uh, you know I switch teams as it were, cause destruction. I am solidly on the Chaos line, and then the ADHD kicks in, and then I deviate. <laughs> ah, I see my narrative foil. SJ, he's 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 dead. I can't believe he's freaking dead. Oh, this is gonna be interesting to edit. I can already tell. I mean, we don't have to edit it, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More more work for SJ. Editor's note: I hate you both. I I'm still keeping the raw recording, at least of my end. So, I even if he edits like ninety percent of this out, I still have at least my end. Oh yeah, big same. As, as, a, as a little bit of uh, explanation to that, this is probably getting cut out, but um, I had to do some video editing um, at work for a, a department called Sigma, and they used uh, gender as an example of where you can only be one or the other. Ew. So <laughs> that was my meme that I sent to my manager. <laughs> Did they, did they like it at least? Or did they find it funny? Because I don't he know. Did, he did enjoy he did enjoy the meme. That's good. It's it's a good meme. And also, it's a explanation for if this does end up staying in the uh, in the sky mail or becomes a, a special, you know, cut edition. Uh, it's a picture of the animal one of the the Animal Crossing main character person, and they have an octopus in hand from fishing but then right behind him is right behind them is a uh one of the octopus villagers and he's storming mad he is he is pissed he octavian's freaking pissed so yes good meme 10 out of 10 oh god do it thank you all right, what what meme are you working on now? Is it is it roasting SJ for internet? It is roasting. Well, kind of. Um, I'm trying to find a decent enough quality that I can do it because all of them are very small images. 
which is really upsetting to me because it means I can't make a good meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just get a... <sighs> Either that or they're GIFs, and I'm like, who who uploads GIFs? <laughs> Uploaded GIFs in 2020? Ah! Cowardice. They're all getting uploaded as GIFs now. <laughs> oh. I, I can't even make that joke in good conscience. It was at this point that SJ returned to restore order to the mailbag. This is my absolute nightmare. Oh, looks like SJ's back on. Oh no, go back. Or so he thought. <laughs> go back. Go back. I'm, I'm at this point just using my phone as a tethering device to freaking deal with it. Poo-poo. Oh my. Ugh. So, hopefully it's better. Uh, listen, listen, we've got content. We've, we've got content. Money and I have got a... Okay. Yeah, we've, yeah it's, you're going to discover the great content. Like, half of it was roasting you, so... Excellent. It'll be great. Anyway, moral of the story is time zones are European military wizards. Uh, next question. That about sums it up. I forgot that's what we were talking about. I'm going to be absolutely <laughs> I mean, I only know it because I have the sheet in front of me here. <laughs> uh, on, on to the next question. Hey, remember when I said we were going to get through 15 questions today? Eh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. We will. We're not cowards. The next question is from Not Kale. <laughs> Which ancient historical philosopher... Would you most associate with your character and yourself? Oh yeah, that was uh, um. I remember the discussion happening on the on the server. Yeah, because Kale will literally never, ever, ever stop reminding everyone that they are Diogenes. <laughs> Not a minute goes by. It's well, it's you could literally set your clock by it, and the part you would be setting is the second hand. <laughs> I'd say let them live a little bit. I, listen, I, 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 I say that with love. I say that from a place of nothing but respect and also stalling while I try and think of what historical philosopher I would most likely to be. Uh, honestly, I don't really give a... I'm going to be absolutely real to you. Um, Kale, please don't listen to this bit. I don't know. Like, I... I so my form tutor in secondary was a philosophy teacher and she hated me and I hated her and thus I for the rest of my life avoided anything to do with philosophy. I'm so sorry, Kale. I I don't know. No, nah, I mean like honest honestly, ancient philosophy kinda blows, in my opinion. It's Huh? <laughs> like ancient philosophy kinda sucks. Oh my god. Oh, there, Blast I said me. it. I'm I'm sorry. The freaking Come at me Pl- Come at me, Plato. Come at me, Socrates, <laughs> come at me, Aristotle. Oh wait, you're too busy discussing the, you know, freaking platonic ideals of various things. And caves and a bunch of other dumb stuff. So you can't. I do like the guy who, like, runs in and just goes, behold, a chicken. That's Diogenes. I like that dude. Oh, is that Diogenes? Yep, he's he's the same one as behold a man. Yeah, that's that's the freaker. I I quite like that one. It was a great point. About it's just like about appearance-based tax tax taxonomy. That's the word. Yeah, because it's just like it. You got to get a little bit more specific, my dudes. <laughs> a bipedal without feather. I I understand they were trying to get at the nature of things, but uh, you got to be a little bit more specific. The reason it's so funny to me is it's because it's very reminiscent of uh, the guy who was try who was like. There was like a transphobic person, but they said something along the lines of like, you can't define a chick, or like he was someone, they were like, you can't define what a woman is in like a very small amount of words. And someone was like, yeah, I can. And they were like, okay, we'll define what a chair is. And there was someone who just like has a picture of a horse and is like, look, a chair. And that's endlessly funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like ancient, ancient philosophers just never really gelled with me. I, I guess I just tend more towards, like, the absurdist and the existentialist. I, I find Camus interesting, but, like, I also don't agree with the whole, like, hey, anything can be cool if you just, like, completely break down your structure of what you think is cool in your mind. Man, I could be cool. Editor's note, um, Mary, in spite of all of this, you're already really cool. 
uh, like the myth of like the myth of Sisyphus, you know, kind of kind of shenanigans where it's like, okay, but yeah, like rolling a boulder up a hill does kind of just intrinsically suck. I, I feel like some things have external meaning outside of what we assign to them. But I don't know. Mor- moral of the story is ancient philosopher. Uh, I'm going to go with a natural philosopher and say Galen, because I think that humorism, while complete bull, is one interesting and way more fun than astrology come at me twitter i bet you're too i bet you're too damn sanguine to do anything about it <laughs> why don't you get phlegmatic and come talk to me i don't know what, I, I don't know what any of this is but okay uh, there's a, a there's a theory that it's just like that human emo- it was an old theory from 16 whatever that it's just like that humans are kind of controlled by for humors Oh, it, it's way older than that. Galen Galen wrote about it, like, BC. Uh, and the whole thing was just like... Is this like the... You're wet. They're, yeah, they're, it wet, wet, dry, uh, hot and cold. And the the four... There's basically four goos inside every person <laughs> that determine your mood and your health. And if your goos are out of balance... You get various diseases, so you need to do things and go places, but also, like, the planets control some of your goos. Uh, So, like, it's it's a dumb science, and I absolutely love it. But yeah, it's just like, it's the four... The four uh, fluids that were um, blood, yellow bile, black bile, and phlegm. It's such a fun word to say. Flem. Yeah. Flem. It's, it's it, I, I honestly don't fault them because it's just, it's, that's what they had to understand the world at the time. And I don't know if it caused more, more harm than good, probably. But it's like, it was ba- it, not based in fact, but based on their observations. It's like uh, plague doctors wearing a mask. <laughs> Plague doctors had the right idea, topical, of it's like wearing a mask and kind of limiting exposure to... But the reason was wrong, because they thought that it was because of stank smells. I mean... And bad air. I mean, what is an airborne virus but stank? Stank shit. In, yeah. Invisible stank. Exactly. It's like, humans... I guess I just told the opinion that humans throughout history... They often do the right things, but for reasons that I don't want to say the wrong reasons. That's not a good for the in for the incorrect reasons. With, with the, the, yeah, for, it, for within the realms of their own understanding. Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Okay, I can be smart sometimes. I can't, but <laughs> uh, the the mystery for Blake to solve on this is. What's the Red Hand, which is Gordon's bar for anybody that just decided to to pick up the show with this mailbag, I guess? Which, you know, welcome. I I don't know. Great starting point. (laughs) 100% best starting point. Don't let him tell you any different. What is the Red Hand's secret brew? Alright, I didn't want to tell you this, but uh, Gordon's real into IPAs. Oh, God. I hope you could just hear the face bomb that I just... (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, Gordon. Gordon has a has an artisanal selection of uh, various uh, IPAs, and the one that uh, he's working on right now uh, is a uh, grapefruit infused IPA. If this turns out to be canon, I am coming into your inbox, and I am just <laughs> going to eat it. I I have the power to eat it, and I will uh, eat it. I mean, I guess you'll find out. I'm literally going to save it for like the final the final minute of the final episode of Blake Sky and it'll be like by the way <laughs> <laughs> by the way try my artisanal uh, grapefruit uh, inspired IPA and then I die can I answer this question yeah so um I don't know if this is an entirely British thing if it is I apologize to anyone who's not British but the Brits will find this hilarious so essentially what happens is Gordon and Mickey go out back, right? They have a little game of Ring of Fire. And then the King's Cup, whatever's in that King's Cup, that becomes the Burr of Choice. Oh man, King's Cup. I haven't thought about that in a while. 
I don't know. I, I, I am literally baby, so I know nothing about alcohol. Tiny baby. <laughs> I, tiny baby, baby enjoy toy, mommy pay I'm, for you. I'm old. I'm old as hell. So, I'll, I'll. I old. I'm writers. <laughs> I old. I'm dead. Wait, I'm also <laughs> dead. I have been, I've been legally allowed to drink for coming up on 10 years But now. you live in a godless land. I do. <laughs> God is... God is dead. And podcast killed. I was about to say... I was about to say... <laughs> and uh, uh, going on from that, I, I suppose I should say my favorite philosopher is Nisha, but no, it's, 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 it's not him. <laughs> Nisha from Borderlands 2. Not that one, but... No, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nisha from Borderlands 2 uh, you know the famous philosopher Nisha famously declared the quote that God is dead what games shall we have to perform <laughs> God was dead and was replaced with a season pass I can't anyway I'm going to continue on and actually state my I'm, I'm not big on philosophers as well but uh, thanks to the good place I've gotten to at least poking around into uh, T.M. Scanlon, who wrote the book that is heavily featured on the show called What We Owe to Each Other. And I, I feel like I, if I had to make an educated guess, or I guess non-educated, because I don't know about philosophy, I'd say, that the, I'd say that the outsider would enjoy it too. That is just like where the moral theory of right and wrong, where it's just like we, what we owe to each other. We we owe each other respect we owe each other a chance to exist and a chance to be happy or at least that's what i and that's the special brew in the right is respect yes it is don't make me start singing respect is the name of the grapefruit infused ipa that (laughs) (laughs) all right next question next next question is from definitely not kale what would your character want for their birthday all right uh, God, I feel like Blake. I I've canonically said that whenever asked when his birthday is, Blake will always say you just missed it, no matter what time of year it is. See, that's going to backfire because then he's just going to get flooded with weird presents at all times of year. No, he just doesn't want anyone to know when his birthday is, so he's just like, ah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you missed it, so like you'll get it next year. Spoilers: His birthday is April first. <laughs> no. Uh, I get it. <laughs> he is Bobo the Fool. Nah, his his he's actually like a horse where like it doesn't matter when he's born, they're all technically have the same birthday of like January first, whatever year. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know racehorses uh like they don't all racehorses have the same birthday. That's weird as hell, man. I listen, I <laughs> I, I, I know I you make didn't make rules. it up, but like that's that's strange. I think what Blake would want if inevitably uh, back to the wall there's just all kinds of you know like people that are just like alright we're gonna kick your ass if you don't like let us celebrate your birthday I think Blake would probably be the kind of guy that would just be like I want a nice bottle of whiskey like one that isn't rot gut oh freak got exactly the same freaking answers I was gonna do I mean, we, we we do know that they love their gin, so yeah. But if I'm if I if I if if it's got to be something that has like you know meaning rather than just like whatever. Two bottles. Uh, I feel like Blake probably would like a book, like from whoever it is that like means something to them. Like I think that Blake's the kind of person that like doesn't read stuff really for himself anymore but is always happy to read what other people like i mean it is a good way to get to know the other person because you can tell a lot about a person by uh by what they read so yeah that sounds like a good answer yeah uh all right so what about what about uh the outsider hmm that's a good good question i uh, honestly i'd have to say more books God, what a bunch of nerds. What a bunch of nerd-ass Go- people. Gosh, Professor, I don't want much nothing. I, I'm i perfectly fine the way I am. But if you don't mind, I would like some more books. But yeah, it's like... They... 
They said they, she, they. Have we decided on, on canonical program programs? Nouns. Programs. programs. Canonical programs. Beep boop. Um, Agent of destruction. I mean, I definitely think that the outsider is raised she, her. Um, how, like, as a growing into adulthood person, um, she may choose to, like, express um, might change. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really, like, gotten to that point yet. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, it's like she's... It's- she she's been in prosperity her whole life and it's just like now is entering into this big ass crazy world. I think she'd want to know at least a little bit more about it. And, you know, some of the So like a bunch of books that have like, you know, big that are like big cultural touchstones, you know, that like get referenced by other things. I think she, I think she might enjoy the Sherlock things. Sherlock Holmes books. Ah, oh, nice. So the outsider writes Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not pocketing that for a future scene idea. Uh, disregard. Nobody <laughs> pay attention to this podcast while I'm thinking. And no attention to the SJ behind the scenes. But yeah, so it's like the Sherlock Holmes books, like Grimm's Fairy Tales, Alice in Wonderlands. You know, all those things that, like, that tend to leak into other things. And probably that, like, other people take for granted, like, as things that you would grow up with when they don't grow up in a crazy religious cult. Uh-huh. Ooh, or Frankenstein. Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Oh, God, that's one of my favorite books. So, yes. I mean, I think it would kind of resonate with the... Well, no, it's like... I guess not uncontrollable power. Unlimited power! So what you're telling me is that the outsider canonically writes John Locke fanfiction? <laughs> you know what? Freak it. Let's do that. Let's let's go with it. I don't know. It's just, there's got to be other things to do, and 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 they're wherever they're being, you know, sequestered. That they can't just keep reading all day, even though if they even if she wants to, maybe she writes stuff. Maybe she writes, draws, you know, does weird things. Yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely. Like, I feel like, uh, I feel like. August Howard and uh, the organization, what he is a member of, definitely have. Uh, I I feel like they definitely cater to the keep the outsider interested so that bad things don't happen sort of mentality. Enrichment tools, you know, like yeah, it's like like you give a tiger like a a, pu- a pumpkin with something hidden inside and watch the uh, tiger kind of dismantle it. All right. What about what about Desmond? What's 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 Desmond's birthday list, and how many of the things on it are illegal? No, I actually, I actually did some very good research while we were talking about John Locke. Um, I'm going to keep mentioning that so you can't cut it out. Uh- <laughs> like when you, when you when you say John Locke, are you talking about? Like the philosopher, or are you talking about the lost character, or are you talking about Sherlock and freaking and John Watson? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm, see. I see. I I thought it was the philosopher too because my brain was on philosophers. Oh my no. <sighs> freaking bold of you to assume I'm that. Can I swear on this? I can't. Can I? I mean, no, but. It's uh, Kale has already established the precedent that it's my job to edit out every one of your sins. Okay, well, freaking bold of you to assume that I'm educated. I have actually done some serious research. I have found a, a shimmering and color-changing gin infusion kit. Oh, that's oh awesome! God. There's a couple of reasons why this um, this would be Desmond's dream gift. First of all, it's gin. Second of all, it tastes like Earl Grey. And as we know, Desmond is British. And all we do is drink tea. (laughs) Third of all, it's shimmering and colour changing, which is akin to magic, which Desmond cannot achieve in any other way. Huh. Well thought out. Thank you. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. I think think you won that one, honestly. Point, Point for Mary. Everybody, make sure that you're keeping track at home, uh, and make sure that at the end of it, that you tweet at us who won, uh, so that we can properly punish the two losers. Hey, 
I'm sorry, the two not winners. That's slightly better. The mystery for Blake's got to solve on this is Whereforth and whence cameth the rough beast beneath which the cobblestones crack? Um, I would like to answer that as Norfolk. Okay. Oh, there you go. That's the answer to that. Moving along. The next question. There's that one listener in Norfolk that's just like, hey. <laughs> uh, this, fr- this is from Absolutely Not Kale. Uh, which is, if the Blake Sky Private Eye characters were burlesque performers, what would their stage names and shticks be? Oh, is, okay, powerful. I have to ask, is the, uh, is the outsider above 18 or are they? No. All right, I, I think I'm going to, I, I think I'm going to st- abstain from answering this one. Verboten. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's getting into. I mean, or just project it out forward and be like, once 18, the outsider would. Okay. Uh. But still, yeah, the, the, the outsider is, uh. Is is not baby, but is not adult. Mid-teens, like not quite high school age, yeah, yeah. but not not like preteen. They're going through changes that they don't understand in their body and their you know thought process and their you know spewing eldritch uh, language. Uh, yeah, you know, typical typical puberty, normal puberty stuff. Okay, uh, all right. I have. I, I think. Honestly, it might stick with like the appellation, you know, like I just had a, a flash of an image uh, of her station as being chastity, and then it's just like it's just slowly spinning ah, off tra- tra- trading one virtue for another. <laughs> exactly. Oh wait, that's a that's a spo- that's a potential hint as to what the outsider's real name is. Real name is Fred. Yep. <laughs> no, the, the the real name is Prudence. Prudence. Yeah. The real name is Bible Bibleberg. <laughs> Gun Gunberg. Gun Gunberg. There just needs to be, you, you, you know what there needs to be? There needs to be a family tree of just the Bergs. Because right, what all do we have now? We have Gun Gunberg. We have Bible Bibleberg. What was the third one that I saw in, in the server today? I saw a fish fishberg at some point. <laughs> Why? Why do I make goofs? I should just be a serious podcast. No, no, that's, I mean, that's part of the fun. It's, I, I once saw, like, a theory of, when it comes to, like, uh, D&D games, it, it, if you start out, if you start out serious, then it's, it's, it's eventually going to turn into goofs. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm over, over dramatizing my, my consternation. Uh, I, I secretly love it, but somebody, somebody has to pretend like this is a serious operation and that falls upon me. That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm assuming that with, with that, the burlesque shtick would either one still be kind of like a, a mountain aesthetic, or is it going to be like a church aesthetic that's like, saucy religious iconography saucy nun honestly i'm leaning towards the latter all right <laughs> uh all right what, what about what about desmond i went to a burlesque show once um and there was a guy there and i can't remember what his name was and lord knows i'm not good with coming up with names so his name would probably be uh <laughs> That's a really disrespectful joke. I'm not gonna make that joke. Um, his his name would probably be Third, um, and his shtick would be. I saw it at a burlesque show once. He comes onto stage in just boxes and then slowly gets dressed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a reverse strip. Honestly, honestly, that I I I'd throw my cash at that. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, no, now, now we got to do Blake. I mean, Blake. God, like I feel like Blake has to lean into the detective on this, but it has to just be like a. I'm here to solve the case. The case of dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, just slowly, you know, rolling down the pers- suspenders. Uh, oh, God. I'm just okay. First of all, a reminder, uh, dick is a antiquated slang term for a private investigator. Mm-hmm. 
Believe me, I played Ace Attorney. I've run into that. <laughs> D- it- Dick Gumshoe. Yeah. yeah, Dick Gumshoe. Did you know that during the great Tumblr porn ban of 2018, 2017? Uh, I it was know. a while ago. The before. 1820? But, but the pro- yeah, 1820. Tumblr 1820. It's, uh, can you imagine that happening in like a noir thing? Just like, the concept <laughs> of Tumblr. It's just like this big, you know, board and like a, a speakeasy. And anybody can just throw up whatever they want. Everybody just everybody just pins up whatever whatever <laughs> crazy junk they just thought up, and it's like I drew this. Stick it yeah. up, and it's just like your original Sonic character. Do not steal. Yeah. And then the next day you come in, and it's been ripped down by somebody, and someone stole it. Okay, uh, uh, back on back on slightly track, back on the slight diversion. But yeah, during the Great Tumblr, you know, purge. That his his tag got got censored because <laughs> it's Dick. His first, yeah, because his first name is Dick, which is another term for yes, and another term for a private eye oh. detective, as is Gumshoe. I was just like, how dare you censor my boy? Also, a shortened form of Richard. Yes, exactly. That's yeah, like Dick Grayson. This is yeah, this is like. The modern parable of the Scunthorpe problem. I, I'm probably familiar with it, but I'm not. I'm dumb. Explain. So there's a place in the UK called Scunthorpe, and it always causes a problem for automatic censors because there's a four-letter word in the word Scunthorpe that's always put through censors. Ah. Oh no. Oh. So there's the whole (laughs) problem of well. Do you black out every word with a with a swear word in, and then, you know, censor Scunthorpe, which is a perfectly nice place. I'm sure I don't know. I've never been there. Or do you do it so you don't censor if there's a character before or after it, and then people are just going to write it, the yeah. wrong words and put a yeah, and put a period in front of it and behind it. So better solution: just refer to it as Thorpe. You know, Thorpe. <laughs> Society has passed beyond the need for Scunthorpe. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think I think I think Blake's aesthetic would definitely be like sexy private eye, uh, and I think Magnum Dick would probably be yes his stage name. The Naked Gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he he's he's secretly the inspiration for Naked Gun. Uh, I just have to. I just found something. So I wanted to double check that I <laughs> I wanted to double check that I had the definition for the Scunthorpe problem right. Okay. Um so I googled it. And on Wikipedia the picture for an example of the Scunthorpe problem is someone trying to make the username Scunthorpe MP81 and it has been blocked for creation by Wikipedia because it has an offensive term in it. <laughs> My, self-demonstrating article. My good sir, whoever did that, hats off to you. Hats off. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, continue. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, the, the mystery for Blake's guy to solve is the rough beast cometh. It cometh and rolleth with a thousand chittering teeth. It is a rat, the... And then it cuts off. I'm assuming that the chittering teeth uh, befell absolutely not Kale... Uh, before the comment could be completed. <laughs> Whoops. Not a question, I guess. Not a mystery, so we keep moving along. Mystery solved. Eaten by the Rat King. Yeah, mystery solved. Rats. Just rats. Question not uh, from Not Kale. Uh, what are your opinions on fungus? Okay, that was definitely from Kale. Yeah. <laughs> or at least uh, someone pretending to be. Okay, I I think I honestly think fungi are underrated. They, I think all like like you know scavengers and decomposters are underrated. It's like if if we didn't have them, there'd be it'd be so much worse. I know it's like some fungi and, and their spores can cause you know bad problems, and like scavengers can carry disease. But honestly, the world would be much much worse without them. So I I am a strong supporter of fungi, and, and and scavengers. So that's my stance on it. 
Meredith, you have a opinion on fungi? Um, why? Are are you are you are you pro or uh con? All I see the question I always have to ask myself is why did the mushroom go to the party? Why did the mushroom go? To- because he was a fun guy. Oh god. Anyway. Nope. 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 There's not much room for puns within this. Mary has an ultra super triple and for life from Blake Sky Private Eye. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I, I tried to come up with something, but I failed. I am. Um, ca- uh, I'm against fungi because that's what mushrooms belong to, and mushrooms are the worst thing to ever happen to cuisine. I'm. I'm gonna hard argue on that. I'm gonna say hell no, cause one of my one of my favorite things when I was back home was uh, going out into the woods, foraging, finding some morel mushrooms, and uh, frying those up. Those were good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're empirically wrong, and it's not even a matter of opinion at this point. <laughs> um, although. <laughs> Fungi are also the reason that I have little pockets of calcium in my lungs, so probably not as good because of that. Oof. So, I'll... so maybe like fifty. Yeah, 50/50? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that there are good fungi and that there are bad fungi, and the important thing is to know the difference. This has been a PSA brought to you by Blake Sky Private Eye. This- well, no, shout out to Series of Unfortunate Events for teaching me the word mycelium. That, is, that has been a staple of my vocabulary ever since. The reason that I know the prefix myco regarding fungus is literally because of Super Smash Brothers Melee, because one of the point awards that you can get is mycologist uh, if you get the growth mushroom the most of any other player. Cool. I did not know that. Uh, the mystery for Blake Sky to solve is who stole the mushrooms? It was it was Kale. Kale. Oh, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say definitely Kale. Um, uh, so not Kale. Uh, you need to go talk to Kale about what the what the heck is going on with this whole mushroom sitch. I, I know they're developing a, uh, a a thing involving mushrooms. That's why I knew it was either yes Kale or not Kale. Which I mean, kind of encompasses the entire thing. That, that is kind of a binary which in when when union yeah. together becomes a tautology. I yeah. <laughs> uh, the the next one is is not kale light trademark. Okay. Uh who secretly needs glasses but will never have their vision tested because it's the Ambiguous 1930s. Oh. I'd like to imagine that they're not saying that I've been ambiguous with the time frame as to whether it's like the early 30s, late 30s, early 40s, and that... Wait, this is happening in the 30s? I mean, who knows? I haven't specified and I never will. (laughs) I have never specified and at this point I'm too afraid to. But, uh, yeah, I like to imagine that they're not saying that it's ambiguous with regard to the time. I like to imagine that they are saying that everyone is ambiguous in the 1930s. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Which, I mean, honestly, in the Blake Sky universe, yes, everyone is ambiguous in the 1930s. (sighs) Well, not everyone. Some people are just outright blatant about it. Some people for glasses uh, I, I, Blake doesn't need Blake doesn't need glasses yet but he's definitely getting to the point where he's gonna have to start thinking about getting like bifocals oof big oof I, I don't think the outsider would actually need glasses until you know the regular time of pretty late into their life so I'm gonna I'm gonna say a pass for her um Desmond doesn't need glasses but he wears them anyway because he thinks it makes him look more intelligent uh, can, can in fact uh, Mikiyoshi needs glasses and is 
far too vain to actually wear glasses because uh, Mikiyoshi is like this. These are stupid. They make my face look stupid. Get these off my get these off my face. This is stupid. Anyone who catches them with them on dies. <laughs> the like the the same with hats. Like Mikiyoshi is like this is a cool looking hat. I want this hat. Wears hat. This hat looks stupid on me. Why did you let me put this hat on? Throws hat away. <laughs> Aww. Same with same same with like very expensive frames. Uh, that's 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 Mickey O'Shea in a nutshell, right there. And that's canon. And you can quote me on that. Okay. And you can and you can pin that in the Blake Sky Private Eye Discord. I, all right. I'm going to I'm going to do that. Uh all right, I'm gonna do it. I'll get that before you. <laughs> Mickey Sky, uh, Mickey Sky, Mickey O'Shea needs glasses. <laughs> oh God, no! Don't don't wish that evil on anyone. I am not. That was a mis misstep. Misstep. You are giving people ideas, and that is dangerous. Ideas are the most powerful force in the universe. The mystery for Blake Sky to solve. Beyond the horizon cometh the beast, the rough beast, from beyond the corners of reality. It treads upon the cracking cobblestones, and I'm assuming that it's supposed to be cracks or quakes, but it says quacks the brittle earth. Didn't we? Fly, fly, ye mortals, lest it find you still and staring. Where's the best whiskey bar in the city, Blake? I was about to say, didn't we already answer this one? I guess, never mind. Uh, it's just a continuation. Ah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, when uh, when there's cracking cobblestone and the quacks of the brittle earth, uh, the best whiskey bar in the city um, is definitely probably going to be on the other side of town. Um, like, it's unfortunately nowhere near the Red Hand. And don't tell Gordon the Red Hand is not the best whiskey bar. Because, unfortunately, it's not. Um... Now, the best whiskey bar in town is on the other side of town, and it is called, um, uh, it is called... The this is the sound of SJ frantically googling at namemypub.com. Uh, that is not true. I would never rely on anybody else. I will just continue to make vocal pauses, ums, errs, and, uh, also swears to elongate my sentences until I realize that the name of the bar is The Charred Barrel. Good job. We were all rooting for you. That's definitely a name from uh, fantasynamegenerators.com. It's not. I, I swear to God, I literally just needed that because it refers to bourbon uh, being stored in charred oak barrels. Cool. Alright. Today I learned. Absolutely Not Kale asks, favorite things about the new characters? Well, this... This might seem a little self-aggrandizing giving our current lineup, but uh, I'll tell you my favorite things about the, the new characters, and they won't even be me patting myself on the back for my writing and character development. I think that the delivery by both characters was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I feel like everybody in the episode did a real solid job, uh, including uh, those that could not be with us today. Uh, because they have passed on. No, um, I was gonna say, sounds like they've died. <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely, I definitely think that like Desmond had just the perfect quality of just like this sycophant, like whiny baby in the in the first bit, and then like, jokes on you. That's just oh me. my god. Are we are we literally gonna put up with this? This is this is this is terrible. Why are we listening to this child? Because I'm smart as freak. Listen to me, mother freaker. It, it was the part I think. I think the I think the part where, like, I wrote the line definitely to be snarky, but the the delivery of it, where it was like, I'm not a monster, and it's like, oh, but you are dangerous. You didn't <laughs> dispute that part. <laughs> was just like, ah, uh, so perfect because it like, in my mind, I had it definitely sounding a little more like vitriolic but the 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 execution was so much better where it was just more condescending than anything uh i loved it i'm british i always sound condescending i know and you know what i just gotta say um that like to 
to the people of Great Britain, thank you for just establishing, like, an identity that literally any villain can be portrayed in. <laughs> like. Oh, no. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about, like, 90% of the villains that you see or hear in media, they have an English, or at least, like, some... Oh, no, it's always English, because the rest of us can be forgiven, but <laughs> the English... The, th the thing that a lot of people forget, um, and I have a Scottish friend and a Welsh friend that always remind me as a half-English person... Is everyone always says that the British colonised everyone? That's not true. The English did. We just colonised the rest of Britain first. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, but uh, and then and then for the outsider, um, I will I will not lie. Uh, it was very difficult, like writing the lines and stuff like that to to capture the phonetic quality that I wanted, uh, and also writing a made-up language that defies the human tongue makes me nervous. Ed. Because this is a podcast. Yeah, there's no pronunciation guides unless we unless we eventually release one. But you but you did so well with it. Um both like the the execution of the emotion and the accent and then like maintaining tone like the the emotional quality while slipping into another language it just ah oh, like i listened to that so many times when i was editing it i'm just like this is this is good oh you're gonna make me blush but yeah i am actually proud of myself for that too that it's just like that that's what was important to me especially especially with the language that literally doesn't exist outside of outside of this particular podcast that is that it rather since you can't understand the words being said uh, like i did receive a translation guide along a, a translation of what i was supposed to be saying so i knew what kind of tone i was supposed to have but that yeah it's like you need to convey it through you need to convey the meaning through tone so i'm I, i'm glad i did a good job on that so, yeah, it, I mean, it's it's very fun to hear someone in like what is written to be this horrific language sound just terrified. Mm. Like you you still have that kind of I am a young child and I am out of my depth. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So it's just like I don't know how I'm doing this. You don't know how I'm doing this. Nobody knows how I'm doing this and I'm I'm terrified. I think my, f my favorite thing about the outsider is that uh, they're by no means uh, she's by no means stupid. It's just just bring that kind of I guess innocence. Yeah, the Yeah, that kind of like that I I won't lie. Like as as somebody who grew up in uh an area I didn't grow up in Appalachia, but I grew up, uh, like, right next to it. And my grandmother is Appalachian. Um, so portrayals of people from Appalachia uh, as being dumb, as being, like, rubes, uh, irks me a lot. Yeah, un understandably so. But at the same time, like, it's also a character that is not dumb, but but naive uh someone someone who has led a sheltered life yeah that's it. and it's it's difficult to like walk that line and like mm -hmm. have a have a character who uh, and i and i feel like that uh we, we did a good job with that yeah, I, uh... I mean if you if you disagree with me feel free to let me know on twitter about how uh, i could do better <laughs> yeah. but um i feel like there's definitely a a showcase of like that this person is not experienced when it comes to traditional education, but when presented with things from it, they're very quick to pick up what is being said. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like with the Don Quixote thing. It, it's like 
she's smart. She is smart. She picked up on a a legitimate, legitimate, I guess, kind of critique. She picked up on on like the implications of it. It's like why the why the heck is is Don Quixote fighting windmills? <laughs> and I also, and I also love that uh, August Howard's interpretation of like Don Quixote as a noble figure is. Uh, feel free to argue with me on this. Dumb and wrong. Yeah. Because uh, like Miguel de Cervantes intended the the story of Don Quixote to basically be that like blind romanticism uh, is bad and like being beholden to these like antiquated ideals is not a thing that we should aspire to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it makes it's, if he's supposed to yeah, it's like he literally said it's like, if he's supposed to be so smart why why the hell is he fighting windmills thinking they're giants <laughs> if he's supposed to be so smart why is he so dumb exactly <laughs> but yeah i i think that's what even with just one only one episode under my belt i i, I love the outsider you can you can tell she the only reason she she might come off as not intelligent is because she hasn't been exposed to a lot of the things that intelligence is traditionally defined by given enough time i think i think i think she'll do well in the world once you know the whole uh speaking in eldritch thing gets uh, a little bit easier to handle yeah and also when you're not like secretly a prisoner yeah secretly a prisoner and either don't quite know or because i mean i don't i i (laughs) SJ's been keeping me in the dark about what's going to happen next, uh, by my own request, because it's just like, I I feel like it might be easier to play a naive character if I literally did not know what was coming next. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next for her, but I, 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 and I have no idea whether she, she knows she's a prisoner or not, but I think she's going to figure it out sooner than later. That's, that, that's my, my personal two bits. So, I, I'm looking forward to wherever it's going. But if you kill me off, I will find you. Tune in, tune in next month for the final episode of The Outsider. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Sounds like the final episode of Blake Sky Private Eye in total. If... Uh, no, nah, I, th- I think I've threatened to kill literally everyone's characters. I, You know what? I'm the only one that has killed their characters, so you know what? Bold of you to assume Desmond can die. Uh, like I, I try to type it up and the words just vanish. Yes. Uh, the the mystery on this one, um, for Blake's guy to solve is, what shouldn't you ferment into an alcoholic beverage? What would taste the worst? Mushrooms. Hmm. What would t- What would taste the worst? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think the I don't think the outsider will like alcohol very much. I, 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 maybe? Eh. Eh. I think, I think the worst thing to ferment would be people. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Are we talking morally or? Taste-wise, Taste yes. Wise. I, I think the answer to because the, my... those questions is yes. My answer to both is mushrooms. Huh? Alright, so we've got uh, we've got two solid options either people uh, or mushrooms so we'll get back to you next month with uh, our evaluation on those two things being fermented I mean if you think about how how much of the human body is made up of of sugars that could ferment I mean you could probably cure human meat but ferment Eh, it might be a little bit shaky I mean the the pro- the problem with meat in fermentation, uh, like you can put meat into the beginning of the process of fermentation, it just also cultivates bacteria that is bad and like dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Editor's note: uh, It's at this point that we all decided to try and drink a combination of fermented human and mushroom. 
Uh, in doing so, uh, we had a horrible, horrible reaction, ranging somewhere between uh, hallucination and uh, projectile discharge from every orifice of the human body. We were unable to finish the rest of the episode, but don't worry, uh, the rest of the questions will be answered in an upcoming episode of Skymail. So, in the meantime, uh, remember that trans rights are human rights, black lives matter, and that everybody here